This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. Catholic Review Radio. I'm George Matasek. Since 1974, Catholic Schools Week has been celebrated every year throughout the Archdiocese of Baltimore and the United States. The theme for this year's Catholic Schools Week, which kicks off today and runs through February 4th, is Catholic Schools Faith Excellence Service. Joining us to talk about Catholic education in the Archdiocese of Baltimore is Dr. Donna Hargens, Superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Dr. Hargens, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Catholic Schools Week is always such a fun time with so many great events, and it looks like this year we won't have any snow to get in the way of the celebration. Uh, What are your plans this week? Well, what each school does is create a a sort of list of all the wonderful things that are going to go on to to really celebrate uh, what happens in Catholic schools. So from that, I actually pick and go from school to school and enjoy those activities with them. So it ranges from mass on on Sunday with the kickoff of Catholic School Week to open houses, to mass during the week, to other activities. But there are lots of opportunities for students, families, parishioners, and community members to be engaged and to celebrate and to become aware of what our Catholic schools offer. Which schools are you going to be visiting this year? Well, that we are still, uh, there's so many things going on. The problem that we have is which schools to go to. Mm-hmm. So, it, like I said, it ranges uh, from uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Help, where uh, Bishop Parker will be celebrating a mass for the students. And then there's a third grade um, Bible kind of trivia activity at one of the schools. So uh, so there's such a wide range. What I try to do is get to a representative sample of the schools. Okay. And are all of these kinds of events open to the public? Is it more for the school community or can anyone attend some of these celebrations? Well, I think it's different. Of course, Mass on Sunday is always open and, and typically there are community members at school masses. But what schools do is publish the activities and how people, if, if it's open uh, to people or to parents or what the, the specific activity is. Coming from the perspective of the superintendent, what are your observations about the state of Catholic education in the Archdiocese of Baltimore today? Well, we have been blessed with increased enrollment. So we now serve 24,743 students are enrolled in Catholic schools throughout the Archdiocese of Baltimore. That's both in our independent and archdiocesan schools this year. So that is over the two years uh, of COVID, 8% increase, and then a 1.5% increase overall. And so right now, uh, we're interested in giving families opportunities to find out about Catholic schools, to come to open houses, because we're in the re-enrollment and enrollment phase uh, looking to next year. So, uh, so our enrollment is strong and it's growing in many areas. And we also have waiting lists 
uh, in some of our schools. So that's a good place to be. And it always makes my heart feel good because more students are accessing Catholic education and all that that offers. So we offer an education that is first and foremost Christ-centered, but that also is academically excellent and really worries about the whole child and having a student reach their full potential. That is what access to Catholic education does for a student. And being a product of Catholic education myself, and many of our community members are, it's an opportunity to help others have access to the great Catholic education that we had. We live in such a divided time in our world and in our church today. What are some of the ways that Catholic schools promote unity and and understanding for the future generations? And again, we start everything with being Mm Christ-centered. So a student in a Catholic school is immersed in the teachings of the Catholic Church. And really, we have a school that gives students the opportunity to encounter Christ. And we know we encounter Christ in many ways, through the Word, through the celebrant, through the Eucharist, but also through the community. Uh, So we know that our students have the opportunity to become closer to Christ uh, while they're also growing academically and in other ways. So that's our our focus. Uh, Archbishop Lori calls it the core of our core is making sure that we provide opportunities for our students to be Christ-like and to encounter Christ. I know in visiting the schools, there are so many schools that offer just moments for praying the rosary, or or sometimes they might have Eucharistic adoration, and there's always opportunities for confession throughout the year, and that goes a long way in developing a a full Catholic. Uh, Could you talk a little bit about those kinds of opportunities for growing in the faith? Well, and and I would say that uh, when you go into a Catholic school, you should see not only images of our faith, but activities that immerse students in our faith, uh, and also the opportunity in the interactions, uh, that the interactions model Christ. So we have the opportunity to talk to students about what that looks like, feels like, uh, and to help them. So when you see an entire school at a mass, um, so and and receiving the Eucharist, um, and even if they're not Catholic, receiving a blessing. So, but again, participating as a community in celebrating uh, and being part of the liturgy, and then you see older students helping younger students genuflect or learn how to genuflect. Lots of our school have buddies uh, where, again, it's a community of of students along with the faculty, um, again, participating in the liturgy, participating in the Eucharist, uh, in receiving the Eucharist if they're able. So that's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, And we have talented students uh, singing, um, you know, the students who read for masses. Uh, And as you said, Uh, Also, the opportunity, and we appreciate our pastors and our priests who give our students opportunities regularly for um, for, the sacrament of reconciliation and also uh, Eucharistic adoration, and to actually teach students 
um, how to connect and encounter Christ. So uh, that is a wonderful environment in which to grow not only spiritually, but also academically. And it's likewise a wonderful opportunity for our faculty and staff uh, because not only are you practicing the craft of teaching, but you're growing spiritually with a community of faculty and staff and students uh, and, and families. So that's an opportunity. So we always say when you work in a Catholic school, it's not a job, it's a vocation. Uh, it is a commitment to grow both spiritually and, and improve in your craft uh, of helping students to grow academically. And there really is ongoing formation for the teachers, I know, and not, not just academically. They're always encouraged to, to increase their knowledge base in their field of expertise. But, but just in the Catholic faith, I know there's ongoing formation. Could you, could you talk about that? What kind of education the teachers receive to be able to be formed in the Catholic faith, even, even if they're not Catholic, to understand the Catholic faith? Well, and all of our, our schools actually have a professional development plan. So teachers and faculty and staff can spend, spend 40 hours in professional development. 20 of that is to grow spiritually, and 20 of that is to grow in whatever uh, role that you have. So um, all of our schools have a faculty-staff retreat where they spend time together. Uh, we also uh, have uh, partnered with the Institute uh, for Evangelization and Franciscan University in Steubenville. So we have what we call the Road to Emmaus. So uh, teachers have 10 modules, eight are required, two you choose, and you walk together as a community to grow in your faith and to learn more about your faith, uh, even if you're not Catholic. What are some of the new initiatives that might be coming up on the horizon over the course of this this academic year or in the years to come? Uh, where where are your focus? Where's your focus there? Well, and and again, we know that we have first and foremost have to be Christ centered. So we're always looking. We have a, a Vision 2030 strategic plan. So that's pillar number one: making sure that we're all growing um, in our Catholic identity and that we're improving in Catholic identity and the experiences that our students receive. Then pillar number two is really about academic excellence, making sure that we have a curriculum that's aligned, that we help teachers grow professionally and principals grow professionally. And then finally, that we have connections within our faculties and staff across the archdiocese uh, to share best practices and to link together. So the third grade teacher at Bishop Walsh might be interacting with the third grade teacher at St. Mary's in Annapolis and sharing how they're reaching their students in third grade. We also have content area experts who are communicating with our teachers and who are sharing uh, resources as well. So it really is a network, even though we're ge not geographically close, but a network uh, where, where teachers help each other become better and share best practices. And of course, the other pillars are governance and it's, it's a partnership. The pastor, the principal, the Department of Catholic Schools and myself all work together to support the school and to support the principal. And then finally, we have 
so many generous people who, uh, and, and the final pillar is stewardship, but how can we be great stewards and really help people to understand the value of Catholic education and how they can invest in it, maybe not even for their own child, but for our, our smallest citizens uh, right in Maryland who want access to Catholic education. So there's an opportunity there too to step up. And if, if you had it yourself or you wish you would have had it, to pay it forward to help a student or a family access Catholic education. Roughly how many Catholic schools are there in the Archdiocese of Baltimore? We have 40 uh, Archdiocesan schools and then we have independent schools that we also collaborate with but 40 archdiocesan schools. Okay. And what can people listening to the show do to support Catholic education? Well, if you haven't, uh, if you do have students uh, that are our school age, um, we encourage you to go to our website, archbalt.org slash schools, um, and, and actually look at the opportunities that exist very close to probably where you live in both elementary and high school. And you can certainly contact the individual Catholic schools directly. Uh, check out an open house. Many of our schools will actually provide tours, even off schedule, but contact the school. Again, they want you to know about what's happening in the school and the value of Catholic education. So I would say if you, have, if you know of a family that might benefit from Catholic education, just send them to that website so they can check it out. Uh, or if you have uh, children yourself. So we really encourage people to do that so that they know um, that, that that is uh, an opportunity for them. But again, if, even if you don't have school-age children, but you know that it's important. So one of the things uh, we said a prayer about uh, for Catholic Schools Week about really Catholic ed education is about it, the prayer said, nurturing the soul of our nation. So we know that through Catholic education, through developing children with that are, are growing spiritually and academically, that are excellent in both regards, will go on to do great things in Maryland and in the world. So if you want to invest in that for the future of Maryland, uh, so you can certainly go to archbalt.org schools or contact the school directly. And really your donation or your investment, I would call it, could further the mission of Catholic school. And I once said that I appreciate my parents' investment in me in Catholic education. I appreciate the scholarship that I received to Marquette University in Milwaukee, uh, where I have my undergraduate degree. I appreciate that investment in me, not only in me because it makes a difference every day of my life, but I would hope that through my work that the, the impact is even greater than what it did for me individually because of the work I do and the ability to serve. So I think of anyone who has benefited from a Catholic education uh, and is, is impacting, not only did it help them, but it impacts whatever line of work they do in the person that they are and uh, in becoming who Christ created them to be. So I think we have the, we have the opportunity and people who in, 
invest in Catholic education have the opportunity to make a difference in the in their own community. Our guest this segment has been Dr. Donna Hargins, Superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Dr. Hargins, thanks again for being with us. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about our Catholic school. Great. Well, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we'll speak with Lauren Robinson, Director of Marketing for the Archdiocese of Baltimore, and she's going to share with us how there are some openings to teach in Catholic schools in the Archdiocese. So uh, we'll be back in a moment. I'm George Matisek. You're listening to Catholic Review Radio. Hi, this is Father Tom Yale of Blessed Sacrament Parish in Alexandria, Virginia. I want to fire you up for the March 1st, 2023 Top Golf Fundraiser with WMET 1160 AM. I participated in the first ever event. Let me tell you, it was a ton of fun. My parishioners came with me and sponsored me in the $25,000 hole-in-one prize. I love Catholic radio, and we need to do all we can to keep it on air so Catholics have a voice in the public square. The bottom line is this, Top Golf is a fun way to save souls. All you need to do is show up. My brother priests, please join us for the prizes and a chance to compete with your parishioners. You'll want your team's name on that trophy. Please visit grnonline.com. Click on events. That's grnonline.com. GRN is radio for your soul, and I assure you after this family fun night, every soul in your family will be better off for this good work. God bless you. Remember the spirit of your parish community, the power of worshiping together, the warmth of friends new and old who share your faith. Join us for Mass this weekend. Visit archbelt.org to find a Catholic parish near you. Feel the joy. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Review Radio. I'm George Matisek. This week, we're celebrating Catholic Schools Week, and our guest in this segment is Lauren Robinson, the Director of Marketing for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Lauren, thanks so much for being here on Catholic Review Radio. Thank you for having me. So in our last segment with Dr. Donna Hargins, we talked about some good news for the Archdiocese with the increase in enrollment the, the past year, and in fact, the last few years. Uh, Part of that also means that you also not only have a lot more students, but you also have a need for more teachers. Could you tell us about how you're recruiting additional teachers and, and how many slots are available? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess that's a good problem to have. Yeah, more absolutely. <laughs> In the schools definitely means a, a need to increase our staffing. Um, so we currently have 20 open positions which are posted to the Archdiocese website. Um, and that those positions are kind of a mix of openings for the current academic year, as well as openings um, that are anticipated for the 23-24 school year. Um, so we are, you know, definitely actively recruiting. Um, we have a social media campaign running right now on Facebook and Instagram, um, just trying to build a pool of interested candidates um, so that when we do have like current open positions, we're able to easily fill them as well as like build our pool for the future. Um, we're also running ads on TV and then digital, of course, we're trying to have a presence everywhere. So um, folks interested in teaching in our Catholic schools, you know, 
see us and hopefully keep us top of mind. What are some of the qualifications to apply for a position in the Archdiocese in Catholic education? Okay. Um, the qualifications vary by the position. Um, so, for example, teaching positions require a four-year college degree in education or the relevant subject area, uh, as well as a Maryland State Department of Education teaching certificate certification, um, or at least a willingness to work towards that certification. Um, and then the, the qualifications are always listed in the job description. So if there's a specific position a candidate is interested in, um, they'll see those qualifications listed in that job description. And who are you looking for? Like, what is the ideal candidate, would you say? Um, the ideal candidate would definitely be... Um, a practicing Catholic, um, someone who has a passion for education and is really looking for more than just a job, but a vocation to, you know, incorporate their their faith and their love of teaching and their passion for their subject area um, to bring that into the classroom for our students. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the benefits of teaching in a Catholic school? Obviously, you're able to share your faith, and it's a different structure than some other schools. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think the classroom environment definitely comes to mind. I think that's something that prospective parents, when they tour our school, schools, notice right away is how well-behaved our students are. Um, it's a happy, peaceful classroom environment. And I think uh, for an educator, that is definitely something that's very appealing. Uh, we also have a very supportive administration. Um, principals are really in tune with the needs of our educators and, you know, work with them to share ideas and focus on professional development. Uh, so our teachers kind of aren't on an island by themselves. They have a really supportive network of administrators and veteran um, teachers to help them in their, you know, career. Uh, I think the partnership with parents and caregivers is another huge selling point for teaching in our Catholic schools. Um, our parents really partner with the teachers. They volunteer to help out in the classroom. Um, they do whatever they can to, you know, support the teachers. Um, there's ever any behavioral issues, our parents are on it, <laughs> um, which I think our, our educators appreciate. Um, we also have small class sizes, especially compared to the public schools. Uh, our teachers also love the opportunity to bring God into the classroom and share their faith with the students. I think the sense of community that all of our Catholic schools offer is a huge draw and then again, going back to the classroom environment, just those respectful, responsible students that make teaching a pleasure <laughs> for our educators is definitely a draw. Now, the Archdiocese of Baltimore uh, spans a, a huge geographic territory. It's not only Baltimore and areas around Anne Arundel County and, and North and Harford County, but it stretches out to Garrett and Allegheny counties in the West. Uh, are these positions throughout the Archdiocese? They are. 
Um, in fact, uh, St. Maria Goretti Catholic High School in Hagerstown is currently looking for a science teacher for the remainder of this academic year. Um, but all job openings that are posted to the Archdiocese website include our Western Maryland schools, as well as Baltimore City and all of the surrounding um, Baltimore metro area counties. St. Agnes and Cardinal Sheehan are both looking for um, English language arts teachers for their middle schools. But then um, St. Joseph Cockeysville and St. Stephen and Kingsville are have posted a number of positions for um, the 23-24 school year. So uh, right now our principals are sending out intent to return forms um, to their faculty and staff to kind of get a better idea of what openings are going to be coming up uh, so they can start looking now. Uh, so you'll start seeing probably more positions for the next school year being added to the website. And how can people find more information on how to apply? So the first step would be to go to the Archdiocese website, archbalt.org um, slash careers, and there you'll find a listing of current and future openings and interested candidates can apply directly for those positions that are listed, or um, they can also fill out the Join Our Talent Network form on the career page, which will give you alerts when um, job opportunities that match your interests pop up, and you'll also receive relevant communications um, and updates from the archdiocese. I also encourage anyone who's interested in teaching in our schools to go to specific Catholic school websites, because um, all of our schools have employment sections on their website and list uh, job openings that are specific to their school right there. So that's another place to look to for openings. Okay. And that archdiocesan site again, could you give that to us one more time? Sure. It's archbalt.org slash careers. Great. Well, our guest today has been Lauren Robinson. She's the Director of Marketing for the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Lauren, thanks again for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Happy Catholic Schools Week to you. Thank you. <laughs> for Catholic Review Radio, I'm George Matasek. Thanks for listening. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.